0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co host of the podcast, Cody Schultz. So, Netflix's virtual fan, fan event, uh, To Doom, has come and gone hopefully after this episode we never have to say to doom again um but in netflix they they announced a bunch of news and shared first looks at a bunch of new shows and movies um we're going to share all of that with you and all the biggest news from to doom shortly but first we have to talk about the premiere of the great british baking show season 12 that was released on friday september 24th all right so cody i just have to what did you think of the opener this is a different opening than anything we've ever seen before
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I'm still cringing just thinking about the opener again. Like, for those who haven't seen it yet, it was basically a parody of Achy Breaky Heart um, and I think it was Flaky Pastry Tart was the name of it. And so all of the, the hosts of Paul, Prue and then the, you know everyone was in like Billy Ray Cyrus like get ups and it just was very <laughs> weird and like felt like a diff- like this isn't how big ba- like they done like little skits to open things but I'm like the fact that they open with like this parody music video thing just felt like very weird and I'm like I don't know what to make of this and then we went right back to the normal like quiet peaceful music and the bakers all enter the tent and I'm like it just felt so jarring because we even started with like the nature shot and like the melody that usually leads the season off
1: yeah it's usually just like the host, so normally it would be um Noel and uh what's the other guy's name Matt Is Matt. It Matt yeah, so it would both be both of them doing something um to get a quick laugh before we go into baking mode, but they had Prue and Paul doing it this time, and it was just like. It was so cringe. I could not handle it. I had to message you immediately afterwards because I had to be like, this is not the way that I wanted the season to start. But I guess, uh, that was the probably the worst part of the episode other than some of the bakes. Oh my gosh. It was, uh, it was a nightmare for some, like probably four of the contestants just had like really, really, really bad. Like every bake was just like, I don't know, very, very poor.
2: Yeah, you never really know what to... Like, when it's the first episode of the season, you're like, okay, you can kind of get a feel for who's going to be the ones to watch... Who might be struggling this season And I feel like the hard part is like this show Because you love everyone like the contestants are always Just like so easy to root for it's like this is The one show where I don't like seeing things go Bad for the contestants <laughs> I'm like I don't want to see their stuff fall over and all That like if it happens on another show like I don't care like I love the drama there <laughs> But like the people are just so like wholesome And good on this show that you just want to Root for everyone and so like when you see them struggling It's like oh man you hope they pull out The win like the next round and Like you said there was definitely a few that struggled more this this first episode than others
1: yeah and it was tough so i guess we started with like the um was it like the swiss roll was like the start and then they did the it was like the bread looking thing i can't remember what it was called a malt loaf is that what they call it yeah it
2: was a malt loaf which i am malt so loaf. curious what that is like i had never heard of that before this episode i think
1: uh, yeah i'm not gonna speculate because <laughs> i don't want to be wrong and sound stupid so uh but then i thought so the Swiss roll, I thought that was a good, like, starter. And then the the inverted cake thing or whatever, like, that seemed really hard, like, to do for the first, first bake. I thought just, like, normally don't they do, like, just bake a cake? But then I think that I'm thinking about that wrong. I think they do something, like, really absurdly challenging for the first cake bake. Like, last year, didn't they do the... You had to, like, make a person's face or something. And it was, like, just a nightmare. I think one person did good. Everyone else was just, like, who, what is that blob on the screen? So this was a little bit better. But I did feel bad for, like, the people who were struggling with the bakes and then having to be, like, now I have to, like, make it upside down. Like, that doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, I'm trying. I'm blanking on her name. But, like, the one girl who made the, like, wave cake. And yeah. how it, like, I was glad it fell after they tasted it instead of before. <laughs> like she's back at her desk and all of a sudden they just show it falling off the table. And I'm like, oh, man, that's
1: unfortunate. I know. <laughs> so I guess um, before we move on to, to Doom news, uh, any favorites or uh, winner predictions heading into the season? Bakers to watch.
2: Um, so I think the first. Well, I really love Chrishell so far. Um Her flower bouquet cake was just like so I've never like that just was it blew me away like the fact like how it looks so real with how she did like the inverted like I, I don't even know how she did that so I'm very curious to see how she does this season I think Giuseppe is another one who was really strong his roles were like really really good Um and then his show his showstopper I think I can't remember what it was with like flavor but I know like the design was really, really cool. I'm kind of rooting for Chiggs, who's like the new baker who just started like in quarantine last year or whatever. He's like been baking for six months. I, he's kind of like the underdog, I feel like. So I'll be rooting for him a bit. Um, I do also, before I hear your takes, I have to know, do you think they really made a big deal in this episode about like Maggie looking like Prue? Do you see that at all? Because I didn't really see it. And I'm like, what am no. I missing?
1: <laughs> no, like, I mean... Uh, it's not like a, if it were like a rhyme, it would be like a slant rhyme. Like there's no, like, I don't know, symmetry. I don't, I, they just don't look alike. I don't get it. Like, that's just weird. Like I also was like, what? like, that doesn't make sense. But, uh, no, I, I think you nailed it with the the first two, uh, bakers. I think they're, I'll be surprised if they're out before like top four, what would I, one of my favorite like traditions with the show is like never looking up anything about the cast or like while the show's on. I just like try to learn their names like as we go. So I have no idea what their names actually are except for the two you already mentioned. Um, well, who's the guy from the Black Forest? The, the, was he German or whatever? The guy, he, he won Baker of the Week, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I haven't memorized yet. I'm like, I, yeah. I memorized my favorites yet, but I know who you're talking about he had like the lamp yeah. cake, which was definitely yes. a cool
1: feat. Yeah. And then he, um, they, he like almost got the handshake on like the, the first one. Like he was like very close. He was like the perfect Black Forest thing that like everyone else did. And then they're all theirs is really bad. Um, uh, but yeah, he, I think that those, um, three or four are probably the, the, the favorites heading in. Um, any last thoughts or should we just dive into? To Doom.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can also, I uh, forgot to mention Freya, who's the young contestant this year. I feel like those younger contestants always go well, so she'll be interested, but it's another good season, I think, and I'm just happy to have it back on Fridays now.
1: Yeah, new episodes every Friday for like, I don't know, 10 weeks, I think. I think it's about 10 weeks that they do, so um, I guess so. we'll switch gears. Before we jump in and talk about what was announced, I just want to get your initial reaction to To Doom, and do you want To Doom... To happen next year. Do you like what? If you can see me on video, I'm holding up two fingers.
2: I mean, it, in theory, it was like fun. I just think the pacing was a little bit like imbalanced. Like the first hour felt like we had the Stranger Things news, which was we're going to talk about, of course, which is just like the trailer. We were kind of hoping for more. And then we kind of moved into like some other stuff that it was like, ah, I'm not like too like invested in some of these titles. Bridgerton kind of capped off the hour. But then it felt like like hour two was kind of like, I don't know, there was no standout for me. And then at the very end, we got like this wave of news. And so it was like, I feel like they could to space things out a little bit better to where like it was... A little bit easier mixed in, because um, I feel like it was very heavy on the news at the the end. I definitely think there's something to it. Like, we've seen it work for other studios. Like, we know Warner Brothers is doing another DC fandom this year. Theirs kind of worked out well with the pacing. I just hope if they do it again that they don't run over. I was That was so puzzling to me. Like, it was pre-taped, and it was, like, pitched as a three-hour event, and then it went, like, 20 minutes long. And I'm like, how did this, like, happen when you pre-taped this?
1: I know, they... They spent way too long on the Cobra Kai um, trailer teaser thing. That was the extra 20 minutes. No, I'm kidding. But uh, no, I agree. I think going in, like, I really had no expectations because this was, like, the first time that they did did this. If they do something like this again, I feel like that I'll have a much clearer idea. Like, I just really didn't know what to expect. And so it felt kind of like a letdown based on how quick they were moving through, like... You know, some of the bigger shows, you know, they did a few minutes on Bridgerton. Stranger Things, though, was super, super quick. I thought we were going to at least hear from, you know, the Duffer Brothers, hear from some of the cast members and stuff. And so I get why they didn't because like, that's obviously like a lot to ask from these like supremely busy people who have like been working really hard for like 18 months, like day in and day out on something. So, I mean, I get it. I just like the initial reaction. And then by the end, like with looking at like the totality of like what was announced, it felt like, oh, okay. This was kind of like a cool thing that they did. But then like, like, I just don't really know. Like it was paced very weird like very very weird like there was like long stretches where there was like virtually nothing happening and then there were long stretches where like we had you know at the end like rapid fire release dates like coming at us it was like "All all right i like we could have like put a few of these at the beginning but whatever um but it was cool to see you know like um first looks at some of the new shows coming up and um yeah, I guess we should probably just start with Stranger Things because that was probably heading in. I feel like people were most excited about that in like how they pitched. It was like a surprise. Like people didn't know. Did that mean the release date? Did that mean the full trailer? Did that mean another teaser? By like a day before it became like apparent, they had sent out the teaser, like the, the teaser tweet that was like, oh, we're getting the third of the four teaser trailers that are just like, you know, checking in, introducing a little bit more than giving away, you know, the whole Stranger Things Season 4 trailer. So in this one, we got introduced to uh, Creel House. It looks like we're going back to the 1950s. Um, And yeah, like I said, no release date. So what did you think of the the Season uh, 4 teaser trailer?
2: I have to say, I think this one might have been their strongest teaser yet, just because we did see more of like the featured players like we had Steve, we had Dustin, we had Max. There, were, I mean, there was a handful of characters actually in this one, mm-hmm. um, and it also again did like a really good job of like setting up the mystery um, of like what exactly it means. Like, of course, any time they've given us any like little sliver of teaser, like the internet can't help but break down and try to like micro break like everything because it's like we have so little news about like what the season's gonna be, when it's gonna take place. And so like whenever we get a little teaser, like you just can't help but dive in and question every little piece uh, because it feels like Stranger Things is particular, like their team is very strategic with what they reveal. And there's always Mm -hmm. like hidden things in there. Like there's always some kind of Easter egg for fans to figure out. And so I'll be kind of curious to see like how this fits in there because there was like that grandfather clock at the end. And I'm like, what does this mean? Like I'm very puzzled by like what that exactly was setting up and teasing exactly.
1: Yeah. So we kind of have to like, I don't know, with like you said, they're so strategic about it so we kind of have to like piece together information that's been released over like years so for those who don't know uh, Victor Creel is a new character he's going to be played by Robert England who um, was Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies and so this was like the first look at his world or what happened to him I guess and so basically with the teaser that we saw the day before and with the character description we all know that he was uh, he's like a murderer Um, he's And I guess like we saw the newspaper clippings from the murder and it sounds like similar to what happened with Billy. It was like a a vengeful demon basically took over him and made him kill his whole family. (laughs) It sounds like. Um, And we saw his family. We saw them moving into their new house. And then it quickly cuts to, you know, the present day, quote unquote, in Stranger Things, which is going to be like 1986. And we got Steve, Dustin. Um, Max, the whole crew, Lucas going into Creel house. They break the window, they sneak in, they walk up the stairs, they see this grandfather clock. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're in the upside down or the grandfather clock is. And so to me that says like, you know, obviously the stranger things kids are going into like a creepy murder house. That's just been sitting vacant for like uh 27 years. Uh It sounds like from the newspaper clipping. So uh, yeah, I feel like it's the grandfather clock is very interesting. We've already seen this teased in other teasers, you know. Um, when they announced Stranger Things season four, we had like the chime of the clock. So there's definitely something weird. Happening with clocks. What do you think it is? Any predictions?
2: Yeah, I'm like, I'm very puzzled by it. I guess like, I think like the running theory seems to be like, is it another portal to the upside down? Which, mm-hmm. you know, who knows it could possibly be. It's definitely interesting, like how they're teasing time as an element. I'm like really curious to see, like, is this going to be like a season where we're split kind of in multiple time periods? Like, is there going to be some kind of like time travel aspect? Like, I don't know. Like the fact that we're seeing a lot of time in the teasers and clocks Definitely seems to suggest there's going to be something to it when season four finally arrives.
1: Sounds good to me. I guess, should we move on? So we, like I said, no release date for Stranger Things season four. We know it's coming in 2022. That was announced in August. So we'll just have to hang on. Hopefully we'll get that fourth teaser trailer by the end of the year and then they can kick things off with, you know, the release date real trailer um, in the future. But the other. So moving on to the next big show, I think that Stranger Things is number one. Bridgerton is probably number one one a one b like it could be right up there i feel like people were really excited uh so basically the big news is we got confirmed that strange things is coming in 2022 and then we got our first look at uh kate sharma Sh- is it sharma Sharma? something yeah. like that in the play by simone ashley of sex education and then uh jonathan bailey is anthony bridgerton or An- is it anthony or anthony 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 yeah there we go yeah all right I've watched the show, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) So, the big thing, I guess, big takeaway, it's not coming in 2021, which is a really big bummer. Can you just explain why, I guess?
2: Yeah, I was very, like, heading into this, I was really anticipating, like, we'd get some kind of release date update. I was hoping it would be that it was still going to be able to come out in 2021, but of course that was not the case with them confirming 2022. They didn't give an exact reason, but it seems like it's probably just because of production. They mentioned like during the panel that they're still filming. So of course Mm -hmm. that, you know, indicates right away that they're, you know, still underway on the season, which of course always you have to add a couple months after. We also know they had to hit pause at some point this season just because they had some positive COVID test. We don't know like who exactly what um, you know if it was an actor, cast member, uh, crew, what it was, but we knew they had to shut down for a little bit there. So I think it's just the result of like the production not exactly timing out. But then the other thing is is like this is a big production too. Um So it might not be one that you would automatically like, assume has a lot of production with like special effects, like maybe a Stranger Things, Um but it's definitely like a huge production. So it just kind of takes time with this one. So it's going to be interesting to see when in 2022 we could be looking at. I know we've kind of talked about like if it wasn't coming this year. Could it be a Valentine's Day release next year? But with them still filming, like I even am starting to question like whether that could be too soon. And like, could this be one that they hold for like Christmas 2022? Because there's really no timeline. So it's going to be interesting to see what exactly they have planned.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm worried about, too. The good news is, is that we know season three and season four are happening. So like they're going to stack up. So you assume that, you know, once they get season two done, they'll be able to move quickly. Maybe they've already written the other seasons. We don't know. But um. I think that that could be, I don't know, I'm hopeful that it won't be Christmas. I'm hoping it'll probably be before May so they can get nominated for an Emmy again. Um, that'd be my prediction, I guess. Um, I don't know, it's it's gonna be tough. I'm, Valentine's Day would be the perfect time for this show. So I just hope that they can make it happen. Production has to wrap soon though, if that's gonna happen, fingers crossed. I guess the other big one was uh, Cobra Kai season four got a release date. Um, we saw the f- trailer as well. And it looks like so Cobra Kai season four is coming New Year's Eve 2021. And I just think this is so cool because we started uh, 2021 with Cobra Kai season three released on January 1st. And then we're going to end the year with Cobra Kai season four on December 31st. So how do you like that for um, the poetic nature of release dates at Netflix? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I feel like that just couldn't be, like, a, a better way to stage this. I'm already anticipating, like, Netflix leaning into that promotional-wise. Like, starting the year and ending the year with the same show, and new seasons, it's definitely something different, and it's, like, weird to... T- technically we're gonna get two seasons in one year by like a day because of the new year's eve release date um yeah. but i definitely think like that's a we you kind of predicting that new year's Eve could be in play for this one um so i wasn't like too surprised when they announced it i'm like Bryce has kind of already <laughs> been my insider predicting this one but i think it's definitely gonna be a fun bookend for for the fans and definitely will be one that's like gonna probably be one of the most watched that weekend
1: for sure um another one that's coming in december then is emily in paris season two we got the release Day for that one um and it's december 22nd which i think is really interesting timing there so do you think uh so obviously that's three days before christmas netflix obviously likes to give uh fans stuff to watch over the holidays uh but is this christmas episode in emily and paris season 2
2: I know I'm really starting to wonder like whether we could get a Christmas episode because like the release timing, like the fact that this one is one that could have easily released in November, even October, since it seems like the season's already done. But then putting it closer to the holidays makes me wonder like, will they do a holiday episode of some kind? Um, I feel like they could timing wise, like depending on if there's a time jump in the season, like they could work in. Plus, I feel like Christmas in Paris would be definitely like... A good, like, backdrop to the holiday season. I was curious, like, when they decided to drop this on December 22nd, because, of course, that's a Wednesday. Um, we kind yeah. of have been looking, it's like, is there something else that's still going to be coming on Christmas Eve, which is, of course, a Friday this year? So, definitely interesting, but I'd be down for an Emily in Paris Christmas episode.
1: Uh, ditto. Also, I just have to point out, it seems like Netflix really wants us to work over Christmas because we've got like The Witcher coming. December 17th, we've got Emily in Paris, the 22nd. That don't look up movie is, uh, with Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio is the Christmas Eve. And then Cobra Kai season four is New Year's Eve. So we won't get any holidays, I don't think this year.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll take it because I feel like. It's better to have content than like be in those droughts. It's definitely going to be like those last few weeks of the year are going to be insane for fans. Like there's so much good content coming. Uh, We kind of predicted that it would be, but like knowing now that you know as they announce things at To Doom that it is coming, like it's going to be a fun December. There's no shortage of stuff to get excited about.
1: I know. Got to got to clear clear schedules around the holidays this year. Um, It looks like so another one that we are not getting at the holidays, and this was kind of a bummer for fans because. I think that we were all hoping that we would see Ozark season four around Thanksgiving or so um, with production wrapping up next month. Uh, but it, they confirmed Netflix confirmed it's coming in 2022. We got to see the opening scene of season four, which was really cool. And then I guess the most interesting part was that it said so normally like with Stranger Things, they just said 2022 at the end of a trailer or whatever. But with Ozark, because the season split into two parts, it said part one and part two coming in 2022. So that means we're getting, you know, the full season in the year, which is I mean, it kind of just goes with like we saw with like Lucifer and stuff that like Netflix is trying to shorten the gaps. It looks like between uh final episodes it looks like
2: yeah i can definitely see them since ozark has a tendency to do well at the emmys like i feel like we're gonna get the first part of the season sometime in the early spring like you said before like may and then maybe Mm -hmm. the second part of the season will drop in the fall that way it'll technically i believe be eligible for two waves Mm -hmm. of the emmys which i feel like is what netflix would want out of this but it's gonna be interesting to see timing wise because like you said we saw them do this with lucifer and dropping you know season 5b and season six. So close to one another, we're seeing it again with Money Heist um, and those seasons, you know, those parts of the seasons dropping pretty close together. So it's an interesting trend to see Netflix shifting towards releasing both halves in a year because before we kind of saw them put the space between them, almost as if they were their own seasons. And so it's kind of curious that we're reaching that point to where now they're dropping both halves in the same year.
1: Yeah, so I'm guessing we'll see, you know, um, at least three months between. So, like, you know, April, uh, May could be, like, by the end of summer, we could see Ozark Season 4 end. But I'm assuming it'll probably be more like, uh, you know, April and October, like six months. That's what I would do, just to stretch it a little bit. And that would be, it falls in that Emmy window, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that that's probably, I don't know, one of the, you know, Stranger Things, Bridgerton, and now Ozark coming next year. Um, that looks really solid. Um, the other big news is we got sex education season four renewal announced. That was kind of underwhelming. Do you agree? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, by the way, it's coming back for season four. Like there wasn't like any big like push for it or like even like a hype up to it. I feel like it was just kind of like, by the way, here's this news and then right on to the next thing. And I'm just kind of surprised because I think that was the only, well, there's one more renewal we're talking about. but Like that was the first renewal announcement they kind of led with at Tudum. And mm-hmm. I just kind of thought it would have been a bigger affair than just kind of like, oh, by the way, it's coming back for season four
1: yeah that's what i was like uh because i saw it on the list and i knew immediately we just saw the season come out obviously they're going to confirm it what else do they have to do like you know what i mean we're not going to just do a panel as like recapping what happened so that was a yeah that was kind of a no-brainer but it just felt so like it was literally on the screen for like 30 seconds and then we were moving on to like some dancing or something like that i can't remember (laughs) but uh then uh so this is uh at this like sex education i think was hour two and then hour three is really where we got a lot of rapid fire release dates so cobra kai and emily in paris were also announced around then but then we learned tiger king season two is coming out on november or november 17th you have not watched this am i right
2: Yeah, I've managed to stay away from Tiger King craziness like I everyone was talking about it at the heat of the pandemic and I'm like, I don't this just doesn't seem like something that my life would be any better for having watched and I won't be watching season
1: two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so skip that on November said I'm just kidding. No, I'm sure that a lot of people will be very interested in watching it. It's interesting, um, you know, that Netflix announced it. Then we saw, you know, leading up to the event that they had, they, they announced that it was coming later this year, which was kind of a surprise for people, but to get it, you know, before the end of the year is great. And then, um, this was this, the next one was a very interesting thing. So we got Imelda Staunton, who's, uh, going to play, uh, the queen in the crown season five and the crown season six. And she came, uh, on and just gave a short message so that they're filming the season but then also announced the release date month. Uh, And it's going to, the crown season five is coming out November, 2022, which is a really long time away. I mean, that's like 14 months. It's crazy that they already know when this season is coming out, but we're still waiting on the premiere date for stranger things and Richardson and Ozark who were coming most likely way before this.
2: Yeah. I didn't even like anticipate like big crown news. And then like, you know, she popped in. And I'm like, okay, they're just like giving us a quick update. Like they're filming, mm-hmm. like just assuring fans. Like it made sense to throw it in after they won, you know, Emmys and all that. But the fact that they confirmed, you know, that season five is coming November 2022 definitely wasn't something I anticipated. I'm not surprised by it. Um, right. I think every season except for maybe one um, or maybe, I think, the, I know at least season three and four both debuted in November. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the month we were anticipating, but the fact that they confirmed it this far in advance, I mean, because we're over a year out from it, and that's like, it's not something Netflix typically does for its shows. And so, I mean, the good thing is fans know when, like they not only know a season's coming, but they know when exactly. Uh, I just wasn't anticipating that we of all the shows, that this would have been the one that they gave us the release date timeline for.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. It just seems... So like out of character to be like, you know, in more than a year, the season's coming out that month, circle it like, you know, it just seems kind of uh, interesting. And I guess we all knew that it wasn't coming this year um, based on like the production timelines and what they do when they, you know, they've switched, basically they go back to back with the same cast. And then when they switch cast, they take a year off. That's what they did between seasons two and three when they added Olivia Coleman um as the queen in the whole new cast. And so we knew when was, uh, when uh The Crown season 4 premiered, you know, last fall that we weren't going to get a new season this year. But I'm assuming that a lot of other fans didn't know that and were probably expecting to see the season, you know, in November because like you said it always comes out in November. So I guess that it makes sense to be like oh it's coming next year and then when you know that it's coming in November, it's like okay, whatever. We're not giving anything away really. But yeah, that, I thought that was interesting and then we got a whole bunch of news um about the witcher so uh i guess we've got so the witcher season two is coming out december 17th they shared uh like a teaser for the season and then they also shared like the full trailer for the season or a full trailer we've already seen a couple things about the witcher and then we've got a new animated movie coming out we've got a sneak it wasn't even a sneak peek it was just like hey come look at where we're filming um the witcher prequel And then a family-friendly kid Witcher series, which is really interesting to me because I feel like that one of the things that does super well on Netflix right now is like kid content. Coco Melon is in the top 10 year round. Um, I don't think it has ever left. I don't think so. Um, But the big news about all of this, I mean, all of that is big news. But the biggest news was that uh, Lauren Schmidt-Hissrich, who's the showrunner, confirmed that The Witcher season three is in fact happening. What's your take on this? So this is quite early to announce a renewal. What what are you thinking is going on here?
2: Yeah, this is definitely like I was anticipating maybe like the trailer and all that, but I was not expecting a renewal for The Witcher just because we don't even get the second season until this December. And while we've seen like other shows get early renewals from like, you know, broadcast cable, I feel like Netflix is always one that traditionally waits until like the most recent season dropped before it does renewals. Um, So I definitely think it's something I think it's going to be production wise like they want to be able to, like in greenlining the season early it gives them the chance to start working on the season early who mm-hmm. knows Like, could maybe close the gap because um, I feel like we've seen like the first two seasons there was what about two years between I think yeah um, be two years. so it's like will this help them maybe get the season turned around a little bit faster so fans don't have to wait until like 2023 for season three it's definitely I think it shows that Netflix is betting big on its franchises and like mm-hmm. willing like to see it we've well, saw you know with Virgin Rivers got a two season renewal so it shows that I think like Netflix is starting to think more proactive actively and get ahead of like we know these shows are hits we know we're going to keep going with them let's make the renewals you know known earlier plus i think it also gives fans like another reason to watch because there's mm-hmm. not going to be this question mark after season two of like is it renewed or could it be like one in limbo because we've seen successful netflix shows get canceled after seasons um you know and completely surprise people was the witcher one i anticipated this happening with no but like the fact that fans can go into this season knowing another one's already in the works i think is going to help them
1: yeah i think that that's kind of of um my take too is just like a double down on the franchise like you know the witcher i believe is probably is maybe the most popular netflix show or i think that's bridgerton but you can see with both of them they've got you know more seasons in the bank ready to roll as soon as they possibly can and so i think you know we'll probably see something like this for you know stranger things as well like um cobra kai got renewed for season five before uh season four is out so we're seeing maybe like you said, a little bit of a shift when Netflix has a hit, they're kind of going all in immediately and making sure that we get the stuff, whether it makes a difference with the release date, it kind of remains to be seen. We'll see what happens with, you know, the gap between Bridgerton season two and season three, and then the Witcher season two and season three. If we're waiting another 18 to months to two years, that's not great, but it is what it is, I guess, um, <laughs> unfortunately. So I guess that's everything. Um, there was more stuff announced, but that's all the big stuff and all we have time for. Any last thoughts on To Doom?
2: Yeah, I just I'm hoping like never to have to say this name again. Uh, The event was fun. I just really I don't know what it is about the name, but I mean, definitely got a lot of great news. It's going to be curious to see like now what other news might be coming. I was bummed we didn't get Outer Banks. So I think that's going to be the the news we'll be waiting for now.
1: Yeah, you have you have several days, Netflix, to make (laughs) this happen. We got we're coming up on the two month mark. So make it happen. Outer Banks season three. That's what we want. Um, Thanks to everyone for listening and uh, we'll see you guys all next time.